This is the Marketing Muscle Up Show, hosted by Richard Tutunji, where he gives you a peek behind the scenes into the conversations and strategies that can help you grow your fitness business and live the life you've always dreamed of. Guys, welcome to the hustle and the muscle. Uh, I'm Riz. That's Richard. How you doing? And um, yeah, welcome. Uh, Riz to your show and 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 Richard to this show and your show. Hey guys, if you're tuning in here, um, that is right. On Fridays, this is Friday. We are going to bring a special segment every week called the Hustle and Muscle Podcast with Richard and Riz, and we're going to shoot some. Uh, Riz would say shit, and uh, we're going to shoot some things all about a bit of hustle in your business and all about a bit of muscle, um, and that's exactly what we're going to talk about. So if you haven't yet heard anything about Adriano Rizzol, uh, there's an episode that we did earlier, and I'll put the episode in the notes. Joe, check that out, and you can see his backstory. Um, but I'm pretty excited for this episode, Riz, and this series, I should say. Series, mate, absolutely. I don't, I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. I think uh, we're on to something really cool. So I want to give you guys a bit of an insight uh, into why this podcast came around. I trained Richard for a period of maybe almost a year and a half, come on, on perhaps two years-ish, I want to say probably a year and a half. Uh, and during this time, he wanted to put on a lot of size, and I was the guy for the job. And so he was the biggest, was the biggest, guy, the biggest, biggest guy in the gym, right? And so naturally as a bloke, you seek that person out and, uh, and I could help him funnily enough. So with that, we had some really powerful and impactful conversations. I'm a pretty straight shooting hip, shooting from the hip kind of guy. And so is Rich uh, when he is sort of uh, in our little one-on-one zone. And so I wanted to take these conversations that are pretty raw and pretty unfiltered and bring them to you. And so did Rich. It was actually Rich's idea. So here we are. Um, we're going to try and bring you I guess what's on both of our minds uh, week to week, the hot button topics, the popular things in uh, online and in our fitness businesses and Richard's coaching business, com marketing, and sort of shoot the shit, I suppose. Right, Rich? Yeah, totally. I think that's a, a good way to, to, uh, to summarize that. Um, I'm just going to, maybe what I'm going to do, I'm going to give a quick backstory um, in my view of who you are, and then let's just flip, it, flip the tides and right. a few different subjects on again today. Um, we're going to work with this show is going to work with a bit of hustle conversation, a bit of muscle conversation. Yeah. Um, and we're going to like into training. So there's a couple of things I remember from yourself Riz, as I said, found you in a, in one of our clients gyms and, um, you know, the, you're the only kind of PT that had a, um, website and you're using some sort of cartoons. And I could sort of see that you were definitely trying to get some new client where the other awesome. guy was like, Absolutely. I rang him up and he said, Hey, uh, yeah, sure. I can pass you on to one of my trainers and i said hey hey you haven't read my personality type i don't want one of your other trainers and uh that didn't go down well and then um called you up and you know you had a great uh process on the phone it was kind of like as you said straight shooter straight to the point to a degree and at that time um we might go into later but that time i really wanted to put on muscle for some particular reasons i'll touch on a bit later and um you had your process is all around uh, like the straight approach, like yes, you want to put on muscle. Well, uh, you need to train not three times. You, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we were hitting about four or five times a week. We were training and training with a lot of intensity and progressively overloading in the weights. So, and what I do is that you will love the calf machines things. You know the calf. Yeah, man. <laughs> a good calf is like an introduction to a good book. You know, you need a good introduction. You need a good set of calves. Mm. And, <laughs> and the reason why you know I I, I got involved in um, fitness as you know you know 
probably my first trip to the gym was when I was 15. My soccer coach was a big bodybuilder. I mean, maybe he was smaller back then because I was only small, but he, he definitely was a big body. And he, was, mm, he, mm. he showed me around the gym. He showed me the, you know, the old calf machine, things like that. And so it kind of like, you know, when you train and you haven't trained for a long time that way, it kind of took me back a long time back. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I remember this kind of training. Yeah. Let's, let's get into it, you know? So this was the early stages of um, meeting, meeting Riz and, um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna deep dive that a little bit more and go through that. And um, I think in those stages there, you were working with another. Um, yeah, it was funny, man. I was working with it. I was working with a company I really didn't like. They were online fitness coaches, and I think I, I bought into the shiny object syndrome, where I was like, BT was going okay. Uh, for a lot of people who start their PT business or any business, really, you're going to find those periods of doing well and then lull and doing well and lull and you're going to try different shit and it won't work. And not to say that their process didn't work. I don't like them at all. Personally, I don't hold them in any high regard. I had a really bad experience. But with that being said, some people had a good experience. So it is what it is. Uh, but for me at that time, uh, I was kind of just chasing shiny objects. And then I met up with Rich and uh, I loved his intensity in terms of uh, he was very direct with me and that worked well with me being a direct person myself. But then on top of that, it was intensity of training. Whenever I said go, he went. And then that was always, uh, it was always good to be in a, in a cause that's how I train. Mm. When somebody I'm, I'm in there pushing myself and I'm writing down my weights and I'm doing my thing and I'm always pushing myself via me. And so when I see someone reciprocate that sort of energy, uh, it inspires me, gets my attention and makes you go, okay. This person's got a little bit of mongrel in them. This person, this person wants a bit more than the average person wants because the average person is going to come to a PT session, complain, bitch and moan, and then maybe they'll complain, bitch and moan a little bit less as you go along because they kind of enjoy the process. But that's the average sort of experience. Oh, do I have to? I'd rather not. And that's okay. That's your job as a PT to, to get them going. But uh, that's what got my attention with Richard initially was, was the fact that he wanted to go. He had a little bit of, like I said, that little bit of mongrel in him that made him wanted to go that little bit of extra, extra mile in the session. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. And I like the word mongrel. Um, I, it's interesting, you know, guys, when you hear words, you know, like it's descriptive word, everybody's got their opinion of that, of that. And, um, and yeah, I did love it. And I loved it because at the time, the gym you were at, it was underground. Yeah. And the, the no phone, lights, no mirrors. And it was like old school graffiti, yeah. like old equipment. And it was just like the opposite of Virgin Active in uh, yeah. Edland, uh, with, you know, I go there and it's like a little workout here. And then we go to the spa. So it was yeah, totally it was the opposite. And, and yeah. it's almost like Riz. You put, you got to put yourself, and I think this is in business and in, in, in any world, you got to put yourself in the environment that you need to go deep into. Yes. And um, I just said, okay, I need to go deep in the environment, do everything that I didn't usually do up until that point, mm. try mm. to put muscle on. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was my kind of direction that way. But, but then on the flip side, is there was, I think the flip side was reversed here, where, I, I probably didn't, I didn't say, Hey, I'm, I coach personal trainers and studio owners. I, I didn't come in with that. I, I yeah. didn't know you. I paid my fees. There yeah. Was none of yeah that. Very quiet. Actually. It was kind of like, I didn't, and maybe it was like my naivety. I don't know. But I don't, I think I was just probably enjoying training with you and just shooting the shit about life. Uh, but then it was, then it was like, well, what do you actually do? Because it sounds like you do what I need somebody to help me with. <laughs> like, like exactly. And I was like, okay, you work with studios and, and look, not to, this isn't a, a plug, or whatever. This is just our experience. This was genuinely what I was going through my mind. 
was that like, okay, this bloke works in studios. I don't think that's what I know. It's too high level for me. I don't know, whatever. And then I'd pick his brain and try and get a little bit of free shit out of him and see if that worked. And it started working. And from that, I was like, oh, okay, this, this, this guy actually knows a lot about maybe not just, uh, not just fitness studios, but he can help pretty much any business. And so, so once I developed that understanding, I started to probe a bit more and then engage in our services, right? And then start to obviously work yeah, together in the coaching I, sense. I, I guess I've, every time I train somewhere, it's either I'm going there because I know somebody or they've invited me or mm. I, you know, I'll go business. So I think in this time I said, I don't want to do any of that stuff. I just want to get my training done. Get my Just fairly like unique, which is a weird, like, yeah, it's a kind of curveball of an approach, right? You Like typically, because when I was like, oh, this guy has access to a bunch of other coaches he can go to and heaps of other gyms that he could get, you know, training from. Uh, but it's kind of, it, it probably was a bit of a, on a whim for you, I'd imagine. Yeah, totally. Like it was, it was, I don't, reflecting on it now, I'm like, that's just a totally, uh, total curveball. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go to a bodybuilding gym and, and do that now. Totally. And, and my personality is like, when somebody's good, I tell everybody about it really fast. So I think it yeah. was two, a month in, I said, hey, Joey, my wife's Joey. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I said, Joey, you should train with, with Riz and you know it took her a bit of time and I think that was through COVID and a few different things happened but eventually yeah, of she she got there and, yeah. with you and um you know I would classify myself as a decent um closer but I wasn't my whole goal was never to get you in my program you know what I mean no no it never was and and, and at all ever it was my curiosity and I think that's yeah. just kind of how I work as well. I like to do, I like to get to know everything about my clients. So totally. I think it's just a time and, a, and, 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 and then and I think that competition. And if anybody loves the competition piece, I think this is where, you know, you got to take relationships and different things at different levels. And I talked about this with someone the other day. It was like, you, you're either going to keep a client long-term or short-term or, you know, I've developed different relations with my clients, but eventually there's, there's a time when things change. And I remember mm. Joey, Joey was training with you and, Mm. And uh, we were, you were picking my brain and, and vice versa. And I sort of said, yeah, I'm going to put size on. And, and I think um, you were chatting to Joey and Joey goes, oh, well, get in. You know, what are you, what are you doing, Riz? Like, mm. stop mm. the size, get in. And, and I'm pretty sure you said, listen, if you, you were convinced too, if you do this and you follow this. And you There's a guarantee. Like, That's what got us both. Guarantee. <laughs> That's right. That's what guarantee. it was. You were in the garage at, the, at my nan's house when we were training there. So I had a little studio set up, a squat rack, bench press, all that sort of stuff. Some some dumbbells, heavy dumbbells too. A bit of hustle through COVID. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But I remember, because I said to you, Rich, you do what I say, I guarantee you'll get results because that's always been my thing. Guarantee results. Yes. And then you said, Riz, and what you told me, guarantee, just like you guaranteed me, wait, I guarantee you, Grump. And I was like, all right, sold, I'm in. Let's yeah, do it. I guarantee you your business. Just yeah, and, 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 and it's funny because the conversations we had like, you, <laughs> you almost inadvertently, you didn't mean to, but like I was already sold by the fact that I'd sold you on a guarantee. Yeah. So, cause you bought in cause the guarantee. And then eventually I was like, it flipped. And then I bought in cause of the guarantee. And so we were both, and, and sure shit, look at me now. I'm in a, my own personal training studio. So shit works, but, uh, <laughs> but, but <laughs> from, from, how's that from Nan's garage to yeah, in two garage. years, man. It's wild, dude. Wild. We've had such yeah. a depth of we've had such a depth of relationship in such a short period of time. Like that's crazy. Mm. Think about it, man. Two years is not a long period of time. It's interesting to talk about depth of relationship and um, guys. Yeah, is this going to be a good one? Because I used to work on cruise ships, as you know, Riz, when I was um, I think twenty yep. twenty one, and and they say that when you work on a cruise ship, a 
and you had a contract for about eight months, an eight month contract would be like um, being with somebody for about five years. And so within a week, you have the same kind of connection as if you've been in a relationship with like a work colleague or a partner mm. for six months. That's yeah. how fast things can go. And I think this is where, you know, a bit of hustle conversation here is that yes. it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, it's going to take me three years to grow muscle. Oh, it's going to take me three years to grow my business. You know what I mean? Mm. It mm. depends on the intensity that you decide to put on to it. Yes. yes. That's very hard to get to as well, by the way. It's very hard to get to that intensity. Yes. Um, if you're not ready for it. You know, if we if we look at putting on size, if we look at growing a business, it's not. And I, and I hate saying that because at the end of the day, I love when I hear case studies from mm. the, the transformation or the business growth. I always love to understand where that person has been prior to that point. Yes, the context. You're massive on context. Absolutely. Yeah, you went to another coaching provider and they like sucked for you, but yeah, may not have been ready for that information that time or heard it the right way or had enough fails at that time. It's the same thing with the body, you know? So so I, I, I agree and I disagree. Like, I, I do think that's an important factor, but at the same time, I think if I'd met you guys at that stage, I would have been ready to, to grow the business too. It, you know, like I, I don't think I was looking for someone like that six months too. And yes, you can say like maybe the pain points got a little bit higher, but my ambition was always already takeover franchises. That's where I wanted to go from the jump. And I needed someone to facilitate that. And so whether that got facilitated at the early stages, I had little mentors, people that were offered me free advice that I like sucked up, mate. Like I had someone who does print marketing still for me now. And I, I still pick his brains about everything. Cause I'm just trying to learn as much as I can. And so whether I had a mentor in him, I had a client that was a, uh, had his own plumbing business that helped me with like uh, basic business building, you know, the raw mechanics of it before you, Rich. And so every anything that I could get my hands on, I I bear hugged and didn't let go. Yeah. So so I th I think really that's where I disagree. Is like I think if if it was me, I would have slammed it from that from that position. But I think other people though, they might have needed that to to come through. So I agree and I disagree on that. Fair point, fair point. Now, all right. So so that's a bit of background on, um, and Riz, just to clear up the tables here, Adriano, Rizzo, Riz, what's the deal? How do you mean? What's, like, what's... Is, it, is it Riz or Adriano? Like, Wait, I don't know. I prefer Adriano, but I moved to the Shires, like a white area. And so like the ethnicity of, of it's it's Riz, because they couldn't do Adriano. Adriano was too much for him, too much of a stretch. Anyway, I mean, has anybody tried yeah, yeah. my name? It's oh, man. That Richard T. <laughs> Turngy guy, you know? <laughs> it's TTNG, you know, you're good to go. Yeah. Uh, no, I look like Riz or Adriano tends to work for me, but I, I, you know what's funny? It's like, I feel like it's a David Goggins sort of thing. You know how he became, in his head, he becomes Goggins? Yeah. In my head, I feel like I, Riz. Riz is like yeah. the, the guy well, that's not me, super, but me. Superpower, you know, it's, a, right? it's like hey, you put your cape on and I'm Riz, you know what I mean? And Pretty uh, much, though, it's become that. It's, it's, it's honestly become that because everybody from I walk down streets, Riz, how are you, mate? And it, it's much more than it's less that less. I don't get Adriano, how are you? <laughs> you know, I get I get Riz all the time. And and have you met Riz? And, and and that name always gets pumped out to a lot of people. So yeah, great marketing, great marketing. It's Riz. All right, so so yeah, that's that's kind of my backstory. And we'll we'll, we'll kind of um, pick on some stories through the whole. Yeah. Program. We did want to use this series, this Friday, to kind of wrap up the week, right? And yep. there's conversations that are always happening um, between, you know, people on Messenger, on Facebook, yeah. or on the phone, and 
you talk to clients and things like that. And yeah, when we were training, it's we train hard, but but you can have a good, you know, you talk about for connection, and yeah. uh, and I believe that the you know the the context is really important to go. Okay, well, we're all about this, but what's the backstory of that? And so mm-hmm. we're trying to use this show to get get some of the, the context out for those mm. who want to listen um, and and really the straight the straight line conversation. So, Riz, yeah. what's been um, What's been the flavor at the moment on, on you this week? For me, so I'm doing the 75 hard challenge on day 11. Uh, typically, now building the studio and- 75 Andy Frisella hard challenge. Yes, Andy Frisella 75 hard challenge. I was you... ages ago with you, wasn't I? Couple yeah, so I, I talked a bunch of shit about it because I thought it was two weight training sessions exactly. a day. So I was on it a few years ago and you said, ah, nah, nah, nah. Oh, stupid. Like stupid, stupid, straight, stupid, straight stupid. Straight to the point, you know? And, yeah. And... Oh yeah, I was like, that's shit, don't do it. And then I saw your Instagram the other day uh, you know, it's bastard. You know, you know, 75 hard challenge, like you know, <laughs> no for, for 10 days, Riz, or is it just the, uh, you're doing the full challenge properly? You know, what, what, what mm, are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the full challenge, mate. Doing the full the full quid. So look, it uh I'm just sad that I don't get to have ice cream like I regularly have ice cream. I love my gelato Messina. If anybody knows me, follows along. <laughs> I safe to say I have an ice cream addiction. However, Starting the 75 hard, been doing it for 10 days and I was very much against it at the start. But then when I learned a little bit more about it and as we are as human beings, we're imperfect. So my approach is very much like if you're driving yourself into the ground, that's stupid because I knew a bunch of people that have been doing that. And I think people still approach it in a really unintelligent way because they're not personal trainers and they just follow this advice. And even if they are personal trainers, I know some personal trainers that have come out of this thing injured multiple times because of their ego. Because they feel like they need a, it's 75 hard, you know, they need to be, and which is just so ridiculous because to be hard, you need to be soft. You need to be able to float between both to be a, a functional, successful human being. You need to know when to push and when to pull. But you, really, you, know hard a, all the time. you know there's a 75 soft, don't you? <laughs> I, no, is there? There is, there's a hashtag 75 soft. So, so I heard this from Ev. She's, Stop. And the 75 soft, which I was thinking about, you know, redoing meditation twice. One workout. No, it's one workout a day instead of two. 75 so, soft. Okay. No, it's, it's a fact. It's out there. All right. So, so you're gonna, every time you do the 75 hard, you're going to do the soft to back it up and then it hard and then it's soft. So it's interesting you say, well, you know, because that's a that's that's what Andy says on his podcast. Oh, people say that I've got to be a doctor to give this advice. And you're kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. So where, where does that line draw? Because when he says he's like clean diet, I mean. It's so subjective. It's stupid. It's clean stupid. diet. I mean, if you ask a, a body sculptor a clean diet, or if you ask a Mate. normal person a clean diet, there's only two different variations. Yeah, very, diet. very, very, very different. And that's the dangerous thing. But I think even more so than the food and like the eating disorder stuff that can come from that, which yeah. is a whole other topic. And that's and 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 that in itself is problematic. However, um, it's like clean eating. I had eggs on toast with some goat's cheese and some bacon. Right. In my opinion, that's pretty clean. There's like depends how much oil is in the bacon. Well, I mean, but even that, it's like it's meat. What are you going to get mad at if you have a steak? Is steak not clean if you have the fat? You know, it's like those conversations come where you go, well, really, like, what are we, what are we getting really technical on for no reason? Whereas if you're going and having burgers and fries or pizza, or and yes, you can make the debate that like pizza is just bread, and but I feel like that's 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 just a bit ridiculous. Let's cheese, cheese, yeah, 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 yeah. Garlic bread's just bread with butter on it. Like, <laughs> you know, I feel like you can, that's dangerous territory, but I feel like your typical Thai food, like oily noodly sort of stuff is 
that's more on the cheat side of stuff. Stuff that you typically would go towards as a stress release, perhaps even like ice cream for me, stress reliever. I feel like that is important to omit, to learn how to deal with eating foods and dealing with stress without food as the uh, vessel to deal with it. I think is that's an important aspect. So um, eggs on toast, I'm not too concerned about, but some people are. And I think that that's, that's a really dangerous thing. You know, cause if you, if you tell a lay person, oh, it's either, it's either sweet potato and eggs or nothing. It's that's so, that's so restrictive well, and so unhealthy. And on the flip side of 75 hard, right. And I'm yeah. kind of talking to the people that, you know, and, and I've got a backstory in 75 hard. I'll, I'll let you know on that a little bit, but the flip side of that is that, you know, two workouts a day, morning and night or whatever you want to do. The is that too? But, but that, that is a, you know, and, 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 and the context of what are you giving up to do the two workouts a day? Mm. Mm. Uh, what are you giving up outside this is, is a big question mark. Yes. Um, and I get it's only for 75 days, but there are other things that you've got to consider too, depending on your lifestyle, depending on what, what else is going around your world. Yeah. And, and I don't know if that's healthy either. I, 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 I do one workout weights and one walk outdoors because you're required to do a workout outdoors. Now, what I have really liked is the fact that I have to do one thing outdoors because no matter what, it gets me outside in the sun or if it was raining, I still, and, and look, it's going to be one day out of seven days that maybe I go in shitty weather, yeah. but I'm, I'm out, I'm moving and I'm outdoors. And I think I really respect that aspect with the outdoor workout, but it's a walk. So you, you can handle weight training, once a day for five days, let's say, and two walks every day on the weekend. I don't think that's going to bust the budget too much in terms of your recovery and physical abilities. If the people that do two weight training sessions or think they need to flog themselves every single time that aren't personal trainers or aren't good personal trainers, and then they have no depth of understanding when it comes to recovery, proper nutrition and how to fuel yourself, sleep. A lot of these people are probably caffeine addicted, jacked up with no sleep, which is concerning as well for recovery. So there's so, such a depth of like there is there is such a there is such a depth of that. Uh, it goes so wrong in so many ways, and I I know more people that have gotten hurt by it than have benefited from it. But they're that sick in their head that they think that they've benefited from it because the ego feeds itself, and we go, we did the seventy five hard, mate. We did, and it goes, let's do it again. And I've watched people will have like you know. Uh, bulging discs or like whatever it's crazy and they're like yep 75 hard was good for me you go in what world you yeah. ended up you're in you're immobile for three to six months yeah and i and i also think too listen depending on who you're talking to and you know we look at andy Pasella, he's you know he i think i don't know i think he lives like when it snow when it when it's cold it snows right so he's sort of saying go outside and like beat through that i remember uh, when i was in canada living in canada i went mm. hitting and i had a bike and I literally mm. rode it in snow, like snowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Through um, Calgary in Canada. And I felt like so good because I like I did that snow and I trained. I came back. It was like discipline, right? Yeah. Every day at lunchtime. And, and that was a different season. Um, yes. And, I, and I was, I'm not in snow now, but, but I get the context of this. And again, it's not yeah. about the weight loss. It is about the discipline. And I think yes. that is something that we all have to consider the discipline of it. But mm -hmm. um, it does, it, it, it is... At the end of the day, if you want to do it, you do it. You know, if you don't want to do it, I don't think it's the uh, you want to do seventy-five soft one workout a day and do everything else. Or if you want to say, hey, I'm going to do four liters of water or three liter. I think at the end of the, the concept, this is my summary of this whole thing, is if you decide to do something, right, uh, do it and don't cheat yourself. Mm. As soon as you start cheating yourself and going, oh, it was a, I'm going to drink three liters of water, but I did two yeah. and a half, and then it's two, and then it's one and a half, and then it's yes. one. Oh, it's chocolate, and you know what I mean. Coffee. Yes, does coffee count as water? 
uh, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, 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 right. I think that's the 100%. concept that I'm getting from this is like, stop being, stop, stop being weak and just do what you said you're going to do. And that's the biggest driver. If yes. you say you're going to do something, do it. Don't pitch out. I mean, he's got a great concept on power list. I call it critical list. Um, I love that. And I think he's got some great understandings and learnings there. Yes. Um, but me being me and you being you, Riz, I'm always saying, well... Are you, a thumb, are you a thumb up or a thumb down on it? I think that that's kind of, I feel like that's oh, going to be a definitive. I gave um, it a crack and a very, a very quick story. And I gave it a crack a couple of years ago and I loved it. I think it was great. I did faint uh, in a doctor's surgery <laughs> once. And, 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 and I, I'm not the story. It's quite embarrassing, but I did faint. It was great, but I did faint. Surgery and my wife, Joey, thinks it was from the 75 part. I think it's total rubbish. I think it was from other things. Like he was talking about something really gross and I fainted. Um, and not just fainted, but I literally went to hospital and they're trying to pump me, revive me kind of thing. And uh, from that, Joey's kind of really banned me to get to that level, but I yeah. it to do with that, but she feels it was. And I even got a heart checked and all that kind of stuff. But it, mm. but I think I heard something. I, I just think there was a bit of sun in the window and maybe I was a little bit exhausted and all these things came and boom, butcher. but I don't think it was from that. So I, uh, I, I haven't gone down that path yet, but I'm, I, I take the concept of discipline and getting yes. it done. And um, at the moment, um, there's no excuse if you want to do something, but um, I, uh, I've, I'm, I'm focused in the season of um, spending a bit more time with my kids instead of mm. And um, that, I'll tell you what, I've got a, I've got a 352 day card. And I think just to shout out for anybody who is doing a thousand other things, um, talking about routines, I remember, um, you know, being a new dad, actually two concepts of this. When I became a dad for the first time, Riz, I actually lost 10 kilograms and I cleaned myself up. The yeah, day wow. of when he was born, I was like shredded because yeah, I yeah. had a point I wanted to get to because I didn't want to be a fat, bold dad. No, I don't think anybody wants to be a fat, especially bald. I, I mean, think like... <laughs> I, know, I know the George Consenza world, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. I don't yeah. want to be a fat, bold dad. Full no, stop. I don't think anybody no, does, George, man. I think that's no, the like worst of the worst. You can, be, you can be fat and hair, but fat, bold... Yeah, Not. it's a double, it's the double, no. it's the, you can't do it. So, um, <laughs> with you. so there is ways that, you know, you get going, I've got to have that goal and I've got to get to it, which is great. Mm. Um, mm. And I was sort of saying now it's, you know, at the moment, uh, my kids have gone to school and so it's a whole other dynamic, you know, totally random for me. Um, it used to be the bed bath routine, the worst routine in the world. I hate, I hate it. Like every night, bed bath routine, it just drives yeah, me yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. But that's discipline, routine, you know, and so right? it's like, but I think the seasons reason. I think I I I'm, I'm I think seventy five is hard. Um, seventy five hard. I think is a good concept. Yeah, and I'm for it. Yeah, um, this season maybe next. Mm. Uh, I love the discipline of. Yes. When you say you do something, you do it and do get it, it done. Yeah. I'm saying that to my current trainer now. Uh, I said to him the other day, listen, I've got no excuses. I have zero excuses. I've got a twenty four seven facility three minutes down the road. His facility is a PT studio two minutes down the road. And if I want to get there at five o'clock, he'll open the doors at 4.30 for me. There's zero excuses. Zero. So, um, no. so I think it's, it, I think. So it's I, a thumb up. It's a thumb up. Yeah. Thumb it's up. a thumb up. I, I agree. I think a thumb up on discipline and process based things. I think I disagree with a challenge that's based around weight for the lay person. Yep. don't like look weight loss challenges are great uh i personally don't run them in, in my studio i run challenges 
that habits-based, not weight loss-based. Weight loss stuff will come with good processes. And so that's why I've fallen in love with process-based things like this 75 hard challenge, which I like. I like the discipline. I love that discipline because it kind of, uh, as well, it weeds out the weaknesses you have in your head, the stories you tell yourself of why you can't do something. I read a, I read 10 pages of a book last night at 10.30 and I had six hours sleep and I was like, I really didn't want to read a book, but I promised myself and I, I would do it. So I did it. And I wouldn't normally do that if it wasn't for the 75 hard, I would have just gone to bed. Mm, solid. So I, I agree. I, I really like it in that sense. I just don't, I don't think that it, I think a good challenge has to come with as little dysfunction, promotion of dysfunction as it can. And I think so. So the parameters need to be very clear as to what can, what uh, 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 makes up a clean meal versus a dirty meal. What is very, very clearly defined parameters. And maybe that is defined somewhere in the book somewhere. I don't know, but I don't feel like. You know what, as a summary, I think if, if you're at a stage now, if you're new to exercise or old exercise or experienced exercise, everybody's mm, different. Mm, day, mm. Don't yet, can't figure it out. And you've got yeah. to wait for somebody to say what you can and can't do you've already lost before you started. Like yeah. you've got to understand that if, if you stuff up on chocolate and if you feel crap having wine or if you feel mm. bad eating junk food, well, clearly, you know, cut it out. Like yeah. how, how, how many times do you need to go through the lessons? And I think this relates to business as well, Riz. I mean, yeah. you know, we talk about hustle and muscle and, and the hustle side of things is, is interesting because when you know, when we hustle in business, like we've got to be disciplined. We've got to, so I think the, the, the challenge, I think the connection is great for business owners. And I think yes. that's why, um, you know, all my circles are, are doing it, have done it, have tried it. Yeah. Because yeah. business is one of those things that you have to be disciplined with. And let's talk about that for a second. Let's change sure. it because you, you know, we talked about before saying, okay, how fast can you grow a business? And you said, I want to get a business really fast. And so that it requires, it requires to grow a business fast. I mean, it requires a lot of discipline and a lot of saying no to a lot of things. Yep. A lot of things. Big time, big time. And, and, and in itself, it's quite just, you're quite, you can be quite a dysfunctional person. I was a dysfunctional person for quite a, an amount of time in sacrifice for the business's well-being. And so functional, you have to be dysfunctional in some parts and growth parts of your business. And, 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 and as you get on and maybe not, but in, at least in the initial stages, it is not, you're not, uh, uh, if you wanted to do well. You're not going to be, and by functional, sure, you feed yourself and bathe yourself, but you, you know, like you, you're not going to, you're not going to be maybe the most thoughtful person for the people around you, or you might not be, there's going to be some part of you. I feel like that, that is, that lacks quite significantly. Uh, for me, it was like stress and partying, man. I'd finish the end of the week and I just, I would have pumped from 5am to 9pm some mornings. And so the weekend would come and I'd just be like, drink it, you yeah. know? get get rid of it you know get rid of the stress uh so that was my dysfunction you know but then the rest of the week i'd show up on time and get ready to go and train clients and then the odd weekend i just want to fucking drown myself in alcohol and whatever else and and that was where the dysfunction came so i feel like that's gone now as i've learned more about myself as a business owner but uh, yeah i i think i think there's a lot of there's a lot of self-sacrifice with the hustle that comes. But you are a person that you know you are a person that's all in all out uh, yes, you've described yourself with ADHD. Is that fair yes. to say? Very and, fair to say. And I've seen a lot of great business operators with a high level ADHD. And it's actually interesting. Some people say, I wish I had ADHD to have be a great business. <laughs> to, that degree, to that degree, you know what I mean? It's um, probably true though. What's that? It's probably true. Like, I, I feel like you need to, like, I'm always fidgeting, running around, doing something. You need to be, a, this is what it is. You need to be a high output individual. 
That's all it is. You need to be someone that's capable of, of, of putting out a lot of something, yourself, whatever. I was talking to this, this girl um, that does my social media, was, was endeavoring to do some of my social media, right? And she's an ADHD person as well. Sorry. She does, she does um, salsa, bodybuilding, powerlifting, has a dog, is building her business. So there's like five things that are taking up her time. And she was like struggling as to like, well, what do I do? And I go, well, mate, you're a very high output person. That's why you're capable of doing so much. She's got ADHD as well. And that's why you, you do really well as a business owner. If you take away from some of the things that you do lots of, sure. stop trying to spin a thousand plates, hone your focus and fo- hone that output and you'll dominate. No question. And she already has. She's got like, you know, five clients in the two weeks that I've, I've helped her out. That's you know, easy, which is easier said than done. Easier said than done though. Do you feel so? I, feel, I mean, like, I think if you're built that way, oh, no, I agree. I agree. I, it is I, easy I, said I mean, it, I agree. I think it's different stages. I mean, Riz, I think I'm 10 years older than you. Is that correct? Something like that? Yeah, I'm 20, 30 this year, 30 in May. All right, that's 10 years. Um, and I, it's a good conversation. It's a good partnership here on this podcast because you're hearing two different variations of, of the world. And I've, you know, I guess there's one thing on that. And sometimes, you want like when I was between 30 to like, you know, thirties, I amazing race. Didn't you? You did the bloody uh, amazing race. You did. Was that then yeah. amazing race when I was maybe 30, 32, something like that. Yeah. Amazing race at a lifestyles called wellness company. I travel a lot. And we, we can, we are, we're in this um, crew called awesomeness fest, um, a fest and it's still going, isn't it? Still going. Yeah. Um, and we traveled heaps of, probably like you know we had a season of four or five years with those guys and you know as much as it was great um i i built the business for more lifestyle so mm. i i wasn't gary being and working all the time because i was like i was i was happy with my balance you know mm. and, and mm. i was chilled in that um but i also think too that um i went pretty hard pretty early in business and you know, just, just wanted to see what was around. And, you know, you have all different variations. You have the, the, the work hard, the Gary Vee, and then you have other people saying, oh, well, you know, if you just make, you, you, you know, how much does it cost to live? And um, not much. And then how much do you need to survive and put on top? And at the end of the day, if your business is profitable and you don't not run around with clients and stuff, it's pretty good. But I guess what I'm getting with that is that it, is every stage requires something different. I and mean, I had a mm. company for... You know, I had an office for 10 solid years um, with a whole bunch of people. And it was always management. There was always, you know, someone's birthday going on. There was always coffee catch up. There was always HRing going on, um, clients coming in, clients coming out. So there was a lot of daily stress. And um, I think getting away from it was the, the, uh, the alcohol, as you say, on the weekends, you know, mm-hmm. to switch off and to talk to other people. You know what I mean? See yeah. Absolutely. So at different stages, different different variations of, of where you're at, and I'm sort of sounding like the old guy here now. But um, <laughs> that's what you've done. That much. That's what that's what I, I suppose I was talking before we started the podcast. Right, I was talking about, you know, I, I'm very much a bull at a gate. I don't have any family commitments. I don't really have a big friendship circle. Uh, I just care about business, and I've got some other things that I'm learning and doing, trying to learn guitar and a few other little bits and bobs. Right, got a good lifestyle, but it's very much 
90% of my life is all business. And so that means I'm ready to go at all times because this time, is my yeah. focus, right? Like a bull, bull at a gate, ready to go. And what you did a fantastic job was, uh, as, a, as an older mentor as well, was just sort of matador me, you know? Like there's the red, there's the red sheet. And come yeah. on, there we go. Yep, there you go. Good bull, good bull, come on. And and there you go. And, and you'd move me out of the way. You'd, you'd maneuver me in a way where I needed to be maneuvered so that I didn't like explode or or, or 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 get too emotional or throw things away or or drive people too hard and and just you you guided me in a way that was a bit more like a river than a than a, a waterfall just not straight down and powerful it was just and I feel like it's it's a good relationship to have someone like yourself that's you know you it's a bi relation it's a bi-directional relationship you'll get inspired by the energy that I bring and I'll get inspired by the you know the clarity that you bring and I think that's that's a really good dynamic to have. And I think that's really important just to just to just to say that like hustle is good, right? Hustle is good. Uh, I remember doing an episode in New York talking about hustle, and I, it was great. You know, everybody's hustling. But then you, you, I, I, I'm at the moment where I call things seasons. Um, mm. It's like a season. This is a season. Uh, COVID was a bit of a season. We're into a new season yep. now, and. Um, you know, some seasons are a flood, some seasons are smooth, but I think you need to understand that um, it doesn't matter where you're at. And this is, this is one thing that I, I probably want to really get across to everybody is that anybody you do business with, they will either be ahead of you in business mm. at the same pace as you or behind you. Mm. But one thing I have learned is that that will change where that person may be behind at the side or out and then it will change again and then it will change again and so now it's like everybody is to me equal it's just that people are at different um stages of the game of their game right and you've got to figure out who who's on your team in different seasons depending on if you want to move fast or move slow um but every decision to move fast has a negative and a positive effect and every decision to move slow has a negative and a positive effect mm, absolutely um, so i don't know i i it, it just depends what what speed you're like really in the fast lane or slow lane yeah and i think there's a lot of truth to that where it's it, it really depends on the individual there's there's many ways to get it done uh you know you could build a, a really successful business in 30 years if you want to or you can build one in five Really, and, and it's probably more about if you can hold on to it. If you build it in five, yeah, hold on, you know, hold on to it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You want to go? That's what you're talking, it. right? But then it goes down the concept of you can hold on to it if you want to be like a, you know, just have a business, and it's like a, I, I moved to Mumbai, and there's a hairdressing, there's yeah, there's a butcher, yep. there's a fish and chip shop person there, the only one in town. And, yeah, and and I go, how long have you been there for? Forever. So. <laughs> hey, are they and all respect by the way but but are they i don't respect a it job or are they growing a business so i don't respect be it very yeah. careful when you say i run a business what are you running a business are you wanting to grow you want to scale or is it just like plug play you know what i mean there's two I different worlds here I don't respect it to be honest, man. Like, like, like fair enough. Every I just I respect people as people, right? As human beings, they all deserve the same amount of respect. However, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of people that, and maybe it's just in my young go-getter mode, but like maybe I will when I'm 45, 50, 60, and I'll go, oh, I should have owned one business my entire life. But I just I you own a job. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't push these things so hard to just own a job. Where if I don't turn up, 
well, the business doesn't run. Like that's not a, I, I just don't feel that that's business. I feel that that's owning a job. It's a completely different, you know, if, you have, if you're a butcher, you own that job and you're a slave to that job just like everybody else is a slave to their nine to five. You just get to do what you love. But some people have businesses and they don't even do what they love. They just think it's familiar. But I feel like if you at least, maybe you don't, you don't love owning a business, but at least you've got some free time and at least the business will run without you and you could do other stuff. But I feel like if you own your job, it's the same as having a boss. It's just, it's just, it's just a bit, bit less, a bit more reliable and a bit more based on you, which I love. You know what I love about business? I love, and I love and I hate the, um, I love and I hate the challenges, and I love and I hate the, um, the the in like not the indecisive. I'm trying to say the, um, the, the they're not under like you just nothing certain so i love certainty but i love uncertainty and i think tony robbins talks about you know basically benin that's one of them and the certainty of business and the, and the uncertainty of what tomorrow is going to bring or where mm. and things like that but but one thing i wanted to comment here is that certainty is good and i was talking to my friend sam Cawthorn. he he's a big believer in richard you've got to make um like you've got to make um like um You've got to make dramas happen like um, chaos, chaos. You've got to make a crisis happen, Richard. Sounds like a Sam thing to say. You've got to make a crisis happen. <laughs> um, and so it's interesting that concept, right? When, you know, I'm like, I like to things have consistent growth. Yes, and, you do. And not huge risk, but I love a bit of risk. Mm. But then crisis could be the smallest of things. For example, I went to, I had a client um, that wanted to catch up. Uh, not anything urgent um and he's one of our high-end clients i've only got a few left and um when i say high-end he's agency and i've got like a couple left that's it um we're just doing education now and so he said oh richard we're on a coffee and he's in gold coast i'm in sunshine coast it's a two-hour trip and i said i've been in a bit of a con routine for a while yeah i'm gonna go coast and have a coffee with you just literally to have a mini crisis, to get out of my yeah, right. <laughs> to break the mold, flavor, to go for a drive, yes. to, to speak to someone about their business and what they're doing, to get ideas, yes. right? Yep. I come back and I, I'm revved up, I'm ready to go. And yep. that's, that can be a crisis. So it's like mentor conversation. I think that's where, you know, as a summary here, it's like, that's what our gym conversation did. It created yep. a crisis or something yep. to think about to yep. get you out of your... yeah. Your, your normal day-to-day, -day, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. 100%. It was like, what's the hot button? What's going on? And we'd speak all about various other things. But I think that's where definitely where the hustle and muscle sort of the idea for it came along was that we you'd be going through something or I'd be going through something. And you'd either mentor me or I'd be like, come on, bitch, brother. You, like, let's 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 go. I'd, you know, and and I'd be like, nah, fuck that. And I'd, and I'd, and I'd maybe hit you with, with a bit more brash. And you go, yeah, yeah, actually, you know what? Fuck that. <laughs> now, we'll wrap up this shortly, but I want to give you a yeah. quick example of that. So I remember there was a client that um, they inquired in and they were playing phone tag with you or something like that. Mm. And you said to me, nah, fuck that. I'm not calling them back. They get stuffed. It's my rules or theirs. And we, I, I don't, I'm not going to muck around it. They don't answer the phone, that's it. And I said, Chris, <laughs> settle down. It sounds like something I would have said though. You don't know them yet. <laughs> Just give it a go. And, and, and it was interesting because you had a process and a system that yeah. said, hey, if I don't get them on the first time or second time, whatever, I think I'm muck around. Not, I think it was not, they didn't turn up to the first session. It was like, no, nah, 
cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been it. Maybe not a phone call, but at first yeah. session, I go, if they don't turn up, fuck them. You know, I, I get I get really salty because I just go, nah, not and, my crowd. And I, and I guess my concept as well, you know, you're not at the numbers you need yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, let's get real, young fella. Do we have that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but but it's true. Too, it, it's, it's true. It's correct. But not now. Uh, what do you do? You know, so it's interesting yeah. when um, there is two sides of everything. And I think the, um, the, the rash and the, and the relaxed way and looking a few steps ahead and a few steps behind is, is an interesting concept. So I'm, yeah, the conversation's good. And hopefully uh, if you're listening to this podcast, we've made a bit of sense to everybody. And, uh, <laughs> I hope so. You, you've, hope got so. A, you've, you've got a comment on 75 hard because I'm sure you're out there. So I'd love to know what your comment is on 75 hard. Yeah, now, absolutely. Is, um, they can contact you through, you're pretty, you're pretty hot on Instagram stories yep. at the moment. Yep, Instagram, Adris Fitness on Facebook, Instagram, wherever they want to contact me. Mobile phone probably won't give that one out, but <laughs> you know. And, um, yeah, you can hit me up on my Instagram, Richard Turnji. I love a follow from you guys. Um, and as I said, this will come out every Friday. Yep. I'm going to bring this Friday to you. We're going to wrap up the yep. week, what, what the week has been. So if you've got anything that you want to kind of discuss, talk about. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. If, if people want our opinions on, on you know, as well young and up and coming and someone that's more established in Richard, I think that'd be a really good uh, opinion. You get a good depth of response from myself and Rich. So yeah, if you are thinking about uh, you've got something you want you, you, to spitball, you want some new opinions on, shoot them over to us in either my DMs or Richard's and, and we'll get back to and maybe make it a topic of the show. Yeah, totally. We'll put this in our stories, maybe some questions around yeah. uh, what you want to talk uh, about. Q&A? We could do Q that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice at Sounds the end good. or something. Would be great. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, I think um, this is a good first episode. Appreciate everybody listening into this one. Uh, yeah, we'll thanks everyone. Friday. Is there anything else that you want to uh, wrap up for the week, Riz? No, I mean, look, we, we we touched on seventy-five hard. We touched on it. it you know, it, it needing to be a bit more intelligent, perhaps than than what you know the current uh, makeup is of it. We talked about challenges and their needs, and I, and I feel like we touched a little bit about business and owning it, owning a job versus owning a business. I think all in all, um, pretty decent. I think, you know, we've got some good topics. I feel like next week, maybe even talking about, I think we want to touch on body comp, body composition and, and, and getting leaner versus diving more into those. Yeah, well, I, want to touch on it. I, want to, I want to have a conversation about body comp, but I want to have a conversation mm. on, uh, and this might stir a few personal trainers up. Like mm. I'll have a conversation this with, um, with the person yesterday and I'll chat to you about next week, but really around, you know, the best form of marketing, mm question is is that how a personal trainer looks or is that the results they get and i'd mm. like to discuss that too because i've got a few i've got a few uh comments on that one too yeah great we'll, we'll touch on that next week then i reckon mate we'll leave that for next week so we have another banger on our hands awesome guys well if you want to tune into this episode um all you have to do is subscribe every friday you'll you'll hear from uh riz and rich on here and and get into it if you want more of these episodes listen there's a whole bank of um 80 episodes plus you can check out the back catalog of that one and I'll, and I'll and i'll find out when riz was on i think he was on season one but i'll put the link in yeah. there you might have been the first episode i think one of the first episodes there you go um so you can hear a kind of interview about actually how you opened up your studio too so yeah. there's so all about that too yep in those um but if you like this just share it and um and give it a subscribe and yeah please a great way to know, you know some people that might want it yeah, yeah really helps us out awesome thanks guys Catch thanks you team Cheers.